what you're yelling for Lay back, it's all been done before And if you could only let it be You would say I like you the way you are When we're driving in your car And you're talking to me one-on-one -on -one, But you become somebody else Around everyone else You're watching your back Like you can't relax You're trying to be cool You look like a fool to me Tell me Why do you have to go and make things so complicated? I see the way you're acting like somebody else Gets me frustrated Life's like this You fall and you crawl and you break And you take what you get And you turn it into Honestly, you promise me I'm never gonna find you fake it now, 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 how are you guys doing? How are you doing? Write to me at justnobodypodcast at gmail.com. Of course, you can, uh, you can DM me on, uh, uh, you can DM me at uh, M-E-A-R-L-C-O-L-A-C-O, that's my Twitter handle, and uh, you are listening to the Justin Nobody podcast to buy next episode, whatever the number is. And this is Merle Klasso bringing this episode to you on a Monday, not evening, it's night. It's almost 9.20, okay, 9.20 p.m. this Monday evening. I was actually wanted to kind of record it yesterday, but I just couldn't do it. I don't know what's up with me, right? Like I'm not keeping my deadlines and that sucks, man. You know, um, I just got busy, busy yesterday. I had to kind of uh, get my groceries and uh, I kind of uh, cook for this week, you know, something for this week. And then I was like, oh, my God, I missed it this time. But then I will do it, you know. So if it's not going to if I'm not kind of publishing on uh, um, Sunday, you know, mostly I'll do it on Monday. But if it goes beyond, if it goes like a Wednesday, it gets late by Wednesday, it's like almost the next week. And then I'm like, forget it. But like, I'm okay, I'm on Monday, you know, kind of thing. Uh, so how are you guys doing? Yeah, I just had my dinner. I'm on the floor, I'm on the ground, uh, digesting my food, relaxed. And I'm kind of like, you know, chilling out right now. Uh, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it, man. Like literally. And of course, I have, uh, you know, thanks to all my listeners, uh, dedicated listeners in the United States and India, like literally, you know, that's the bond that I've kind of made with uh, these two countries. I really um, uh, thank most of my listeners are from there. But of course, I also want to really thank uh, my listeners, my new listeners or, you know, uh, some people who are kind of uh, testing, you know, to see what this podcast is all about. From Belgium, from Switzerland, Colombia, Greece, Hong Kong, Indonesia, and Poland. Uh, there are a few listeners from uh, these uh, countries. And that excites me a lot, you know. Because, hey man, you know, my podcast doesn't focus on events, activities, culture, religion, society of any one particular country. No, I don't. It's, it's a very global podcast. So, you know, I really appreciate it when I have listeners from uh, different parts of the world. You know, that makes me even happier because, you know, that's how I wanted to go. Um, 
But frankly, hey man, yeah, I have listeners from here, there, and there, and your left, right, and USA, and India, and United Kingdom, or whatever. But hey man, why, why the hell do you listen to me? That's my question. Like, hey man, why, why the hell do you listen to me? Like, what, what sense do I really make? I'm just yapping all the while, you know? It's like 40 to 50 minutes of just yapping. I'm just a nobody. So, hey man, why do you listen to me in the first place? That's my question. Um, but anyway, um, right. So, um, it's the episode for this week and that's why I'm here. Um, uh, a few days back, I believe it was, uh, it was, uh, last week that, um, uh, we lost a great host, uh, Mr. Regis Philbin. Now, uh, to be very honest, as I always keep it very honest, very frank, I'm not someone who's just going to say, oh man, because you know, he trended and everybody was talking about him and stuff like that. No, I'm not going to lie and say that I knew this guy. I didn't know the guy before he was trending. Not at all. You know, uh, he was 88. So maybe, uh, that's the reason. And, um, when someone's, um, when someone's trending and I don't recognize the name, I usually kind of, you know, don't bother or don't kind of really dig into uh, stuff like that. But I digged into Regis Philbin because uh, the guy was a talk show host. And if you know, uh, if you know me and um, what my interest is, I love talk shows. I love late night talk shows, morning talk shows or whatever the talk shows are. I love watching talk shows. I like listening to talk shows that have that has always been, you know, uh, my, my favorite thing always, you know, right from as a kid. Like, um, I used to go to college and school and uh, uh, back home in Bombay. And I used to watch um, Jay Leno and I used to watch Conan O'Brien, like religiously, you know. Uh, there was a broadcast that was, uh, that, that happened, that we had, we had the broadcast which happened in India. And in, uh, so I watched it uh, the next day, you know. So if it happened, um, if there was a live broadcast that was happening, say today in the United in the United States, I used to watch it the next day in India because uh, it was a repeat that was played, and I never missed it because I love talk shows. I don't know, I don't know what's it about talk shows, but I really love it. You know, I love the uh, the guest and uh, the guest and host format, or um, you know, just kind of hosting uh, an event and uh, even when I was in school college I did a lot of gigs you know where I kind of hosted birthday parties weddings and uh, you know uh, stuff like that events like a dance show or you know kind of thing like small gigs but I did a lot of that because I love hosting so you know as um, as I always talk about it my, my, my favorite thing to do is if I ever get a talk show, man, I'm going, I'm going for it because I love that, you know. So that's the only reason that I really was checking out Regis Philbin. I have, I would not do it, but um, everybody kept talking about uh, on, uh, he was trending and everybody kept talking about how great a host he is. So I wanted to know, you know, who this guy is and why was he so famous? You know, why was he so popular? So I kind of pulled out a lot of, uh, a lot of his work. A lot of videos on the internet. You find it on YouTube. A lot of stuff. And then I pulled out a few. I, 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 the whole day, like almost the whole day, I was watching his work. Um, and he was also the host of uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, which is like 
awesome because in india we had this uh, show called kaun banega karodpati now karodpati 1 crore is uh, is basically 10 million that is 1 uh, 1 crore the winning prize in india which is a remake of the the english uh, um show who wants to be a millionaire we had the kaun banega karodpati that is who who wants to be a karodpati and karodpati crore is basically equal to 10 million and um so he hosted who wants to be a millionaire so i checked out his few videos and i love the guy man so down to earth um uh so he he was so like you know uh very silly and uh, someone who's like uh, like all the videos that i watched of his like you know some of the episodes that i watch he was he came out very real very vulnerable he never really uh, he never really showed off that i know everything like he acted as if he knew nothing he was like he always acted very uh, you know very raw and uh, a sweet guy you know um really sweet guy and uh, like he also had no social inhibition so you know um uh it's awesome i mean i love the guy and i believe that's the reason that he really won uh, hearts of people in america I don't know whether people all over the world watched him but Regis Philbin I mean uh, he had he had it in him you know the simplicity the realness the no hypocrisy sweet silly fun vulnerable no social inhibitions and he was genuine you know so that's uh, that's what I think uh, made him really win uh win those hearts and rest in peace sir. you know um I got to know about a new person who um uh, I didn't know like 2 days back but I watched so much about him like I I just realized his style and I'm sorry if I missed it so I want to actually um play a small bit you know wherein uh, uh who wants to be a millionaire this was this was a f- episode wherein the guy the participant he won the million dollar he became a millionaire and uh uh so I like this bit you know I kind of watched it uh, and I want you to listen to Uh, the whole thing you know it's so interesting and so intriguing and the way he won it so i just want to play this it's about like uh, a few minutes and then uh, we come back yeah just just take just listen take a listen you know i know you can't watch it maybe i'll share the link but this is brilliant anchoring and hosting right here it is well looks like we're going going for a million dollars i can't believe it A million dollars and all your lifelines intact. You didn't need those stinking lifelines. <laughs> well, let me just bring you up to date here. Please. If you miss, you'll be reduced by $468,000. You'll go back down to $32,000. Uh, here it is. A $1 million question. We rarely see these here. Only one of the contestants has ever won $500,000 on our show. So if you're ready, let's go for the million. US presidents appeared on the television series Laugh-In. Lyndon Johnson, Richard Nixon, Jimmy Carter, Gerald Ford. Um <laughs> I like to call my parents right now. Sure. Use my lifeline call my parents. What are their names? Oh, uh, um my father. I'll talk to my father. Does he have a name? Tom. He does have a name. Yes, Tom. <laughs> All right. Our friends at AT&T will get uh, your dad on the line and we'll see if he can help you. Hello. Hello Tom. Yeah. 
Hi, Regis Philbin here from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Hi. We've got uh, your son John uh, with us right now. He's doing pretty well. Good. He's won a half million dollars. Wow. And he's going for a million dollars. <laughs> and he needs your help to get there. Okay. So he's going to come on the line, read a question, four possible answers. One of them is the right answer. And uh, the next voice you hear will be John's. John, you've got 30 seconds. Starts right now. Uh, hi, Dad. Hi. Uh, I don't really need your help, but I just wanted to let you know that I'm going to win the million dollars. Uh, because the U.S. president appeared on Laughing is Richard Nixon. That's my final answer. Well, my gosh. What can I say except, Debbie, you're going to Paris, and this is the final answer heard all around the world. He's won a million dollars. That's awesome, right? Imagine winning a million dollars. But what I like about this part is, of course, Regis was great. He was a great host. I've, I saw a few of these episodes. But I like the cheek of this guy, the winner. Like, you know, uh, hey, dad, you know, I just called you to say that I'm going to win a million dollars. Like, nah, he didn't call him for help. Like, that's the best thing about uh, this this episode. Uh, but, yeah, so, um, uh, I th you know, I mean, great. I mean, the guy is great. Uh, so really, rest in peace, sir. Um, yeah, so uh, what's happening with 2020, you know? It's almost uh, July end now. It's the July 27th, the end of, the, end of another month. And uh, it's almost like six months into the pandemic, into a lockdown, into strict rules and regulations, into masking, into, into everything. Every kind of social distancing and everything. It's like six months. I can't believe it because I was like, it's going to last for two months max. You know, it can't go on for so long. But hey, man, six months and it's still going on. So, but besides that, you know, people keep saying, hey, man, 2020 was scary. It was, uh, I wish it never happened. Like, give me back 2019 or 2021. Just come so soon, quickly. But whatever it is, 2020 was an eye-opener. It brought a lot of change in attitudes. We have opened our eyes towards uh, division in society, racism which still exists, inequality, health is wealth. We realize that health is actually wealth, you know. Uh, and uh, uh, basically, you know, just understanding what is important in life. So there are some silver linings. I'm not saying that 2020 was a scrap year. Just got to look at the positives, you know. That's all that I'm. That's all that I'm saying. But almost six months into the pandemic, lockdown, closures, and the coronavirus, which is so invisible, is so can't be seen with my nude eyes. You know, I wish we could see it, man. We shoot it down, you know. I wish we could see the the virus with our nude eyes, with our naked eyes. It fucking needs a microscope, man. 
lots of confusion man lots of confusion you know sometimes i'm like you know sitting and i'm wondering oh my god uh it's uh, such a sad day but why is it sad day i don't even know hey man i don't even know why it is a sad day sometimes of course it's not every day like that but sometimes it's uh, it's like you know there's so much of confusion i'm like what's happening it makes me sad and then i'm just like why am i sad like i don't even know you know so much of noise so many opinions so much of chaos you know people just saying things uh you got to literally like drill down through to find some positive news at least uh, these days you know something that inspires you and i try a lot i try doing that like almost um every day you have to drill down through positive news because everything is so chaotic um and then you know uh, there's so much of confusion it's like hey uh, the virus is not transmitted by asymptomatic people and then after a few months hey but it is transmitted through uh, by asymptomatic people so they have to also social distance they also have to stay indoors or whatever you know and then you don't need to wear a mask mask only have to be worn by uh, health professionals you know people who really treating you and then hey man we're putting a mandate that fighting the virus is only possible by uh, by mask it reduces uh, it reduces trans- transmission by almost uh, 99 99 or 98% you know so i wish we had done it right from the time it started like march 15th is when we kind of uh, initiated the lockdowns maybe it would not be as much as it is today and then suddenly hey the virus is not airborne no no it's not uh, uh, but then suddenly after a few months no it is airborne you know if it is indoors and then like a kids don't die from this virus no kids don't die infants don't die it's only the elderly who are dying and then suddenly after a few months no even kids and infants have started dying you know you could be middle aged and you can be young you can be old you can be whatever and you could also die you know you can catch the infection and you can die so there's so many theories and so many conspiracy theories and so much of information and so much of chaos and so many things like you don't know who to believe and who not to believe so uh and it's been 6 months like that and then in the midst of all this suddenly uh, china confirms that there are cases of bubon- bubonic plague about three cases that they found uh, in china and i'm like hey man Hey. <laughs> let us get rid of this coronavirus China. Please, let us get rid of this coronavirus and don't bring this bubonic plague and what the fuck is bubonic? Okay, you know what's a plague? A plague is basically okay. I know uh, okay, I know a little bit maybe it's bacteria, bacterial uh that live bacteria that lives in animals and that's how the infection is spread. But hey, what's bubonic? and then you have to kind of find out what's buban- bubonic is basically it's caused by the swelling of the lymph nodes in the in the armpit area thighs neck groin area which is like hey man just imagine swelling and pain in those areas so that's what the bubonic plague can do which is which has three i think they have three confirmed cases in china hey china what's happening man what's happening why are these diseases all erupting from there i just can't understand man 
What's happening? I just don't know. And then the, the vaccine is also not ready. The vaccine, about 100 vaccines are under trial in different phases. Until now, there's no idea when is that going to be ready, you know. Of course, I believe there are a few vaccines. There are four phases uh, of uh, a vaccine trial. And I believe uh, there are two countries, I believe, who have reached phase three that is testing of 30,000 people. They start with some tens of people, then they start with hundreds of people, then they start with thousands of people, like 30,000 people are going to be tested. I don't know which company that is, but uh, I think it's Pfizer, if I'm not mistaken. And then, um, so whatever, these vaccines are under trials, different phases. But hey, man, I uh, like, hey, the vaccine, please come out as soon as possible. And then how is this going to be injected into us? Is it going to be on the bum or is it going to be on an arm? Like where exactly is this injection going to be given? On the thigh? I have no idea because I hate injections. I literally hate injections. And what are the side effects going to be like? You know, how can you just uh, take, of course, they're trying on human trials and they're seeing from different races, from different uh, uh demographics etc they're doing all that but hey man everybody's different you know uh i'm i'm not and i i'm not against vaccines hey man we gotta take it that's the only way we will we all have taken vaccines as kids but imagine taking it now like you know as an adult i can't even think about it like you know is it gonna really be like that but whatever what ever ever and ever and ever we'll have to take it right amazing grace how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see, twas grace that taught my heart to fear. And grace my fears relieved. How precious did that grace appear. The hour I first believed. This is a song I'm going to uh, take before. I allow the health professional to inject the vaccine into me because I'm really afraid about taking those uh, pricks. <laughs> I'm a prick, you know, basically. But uh, it's going to be really tough to take it. So I'm going to sing this Amazing Grace song before I take that injection. Whenever it's ready. Imagine taking it on the bum, man. I don't know. I hope it's in the arm. I hope it's in the arm. That's what is important. That's what is important.
So um, there was a lot of talk about mental health and, you know, how people say that, yes, uh, we need to talk about mental health. Uh, it should not. Uh, the more you talk about it, the more uh, like, you know, we need to talk about it like physical health. Like, you know, how people talk about uh, fat, uh, being uh, overweight, being obese, how you need to kind of, you know, uh, stay physically fit. Same way you need to stay mentally fit and we need to talk about mental health as we talk about physical health. Agreed. No arguments. You need to talk about mental health as you talk about physical health. But it's not, it's see, if a person, A, if a person, say for instance, uh, ha is has a mental health problem, you know, uh, whatever it is. Now it is, if someone wants to talk about it, you it's not the public or a family member of the person who comes out and talks about the person suffering from mental health problems without the person really knowing about it. So that's that's where the problem lies. And that's what really bothers me. You know, where family members just come out from the, uh, c come out and talk about someone else's mental health problem. Or the public is just uh, rambling and talking about and making making things about the whole thing, you know. Or is tweeting about it. Or it becomes a whole kind of, uh, I'm not going to take names of who I'm talking about. But yes, there's a particular person who was, who became headlines, you know, about his mental health problems and how his family members came up that you need, need to show empathy towards him or whatever. Hey man, you don't need to. Let the person who's suffering from mental health problems, whether he wants to speak about him, let, let him speak about him himself, you know. No family member, the public should not talk about it because when they talk about it, it's basically about him suffering from something, whatever it is. Uh, it is basically exploiting the person, you know. Uh, it's just like a physical health. If someone's suffering from a disease or any kind of disease, it is the person's should show willingness to talk about it. Not everyone wants to talk about their physical health or mental health. So that's where my problem is, you know. And what happened last week where uh, the family members came out talking about uh, talking about their fam uh, the person's mental health. Hey, man, don't do it because that's exploitation, you know, trying to cover up for yourself. So... Um, so that's what, you know, it is the person who's suffering or who's having the problem with mental health, or physical health needs to be open towards uh, talking about it. We have no right or the public has no right to kind of uh, make the make up this conspiracy theories. The family members, have, even if they're correct, the family members correct exactly about the person who's suffering from mental health. They have no right to talk about it in, in the public space. It is the person who is suffering from it, his willingness to talk about it openly first is then is acceptable, you know. Like uh, there are so many conspiracy theories that make up a woman simply needs to shave her head off and then people talk about how she's mentally ill. She's gone insane, you know. She's suffering from anxiety, depression or bipolar diseases or whatever, bipolar disorder, whatever it is called. Um... So the minute she shaves her head, she cannot even shave her head, you know. A woman could just be wanting to shave her head for the heck of it, for all you care. She's then, as soon as someone does that, oh, she's mentally ill. She's, she, you know, she has all the possible mental health diseases that, has she said it? No, she hasn't. So just shut up, you know.
that the person who is suffering or who's going through the mental pain or physical pain talk about it first and then the rest of us can talk about it later you know don't just kind of you know a fall even the family members just stay out of it you know that's what i'm trying to say uh so it's a big deal uh, what happened last time and i was really last week and i was really upset because that's 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 insane that's really truly insane to talk about someone else's problem because once you talk about it without the person's involvement who's who's going through it you know then the information is incorrect it's just exploitation of the person and that's what's happening and that's what we see happening in hollywood or uh, everywhere you know where these public figures their lives are just exposed openly um so that's what i wanted to touch touch upon and i hope i was able to do that correctly but anyways whatever we talk about the internet i know it spreads a lot of conspiracy theories there are a lot of false information that is floating around but whatever it is the internet has to be there it is a world that is a beautiful world if you use it correctly if you kind of analyze the information correctly to say what what is right what is wrong it is the 7 billion people of us if we all are on the internet it is our duty to kind of find out what is correct what is what is misinformation what is disinformation what is uh what is what we need to absorb what we need to just kind of you know ignore and move on rather than uh you know um getting into arguments you know on the internet but the internet is a beautiful place thank god for the internet that's why i always say because it's educational if you use it correctly it's informational if you use it correctly it has it's a great platform to give voice to the voiceless definitely it is exposed people today you know wherein people uh, uh like uh, like a case of george floyd rest in peace sir his case would never be known by people all across the world today know who George George Floyd is because thanks to the internet the girl and technology the person who recorded it could put it on the internet share it with the world why it is important because of the way he died without respect without dignity but we love George Floyd today uh so uh the internet is a great place it just needs it just you need to use it correctly i know there is a lot of shit happening out there you know but hey man you can't we can't do without the internet you got to live with this technology because it is a great place if used correctly um but of course there are a lot of social media companies uh, uh they need to do their bit of course it is our uh, it is the people's uh, who the users you know who are using social media or, or the internet to make the correct judgment to see what is right what is wrong to see what is misinformation to see what is disinformation and absorb what is correct you know but of course at the same time social media companies also must stop promoting hate racism uh, or anything which uh, which threatens national security or the global security of course that's important because that's something that a user like a common person a common man a common woman would not be able to judge you know um so I, you know there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, what is it called there's a lot of uh, uh people are recommending there are a lot of recommendations made that social media companies need to also uh take out 
take out fake information or information that is not correct you know but i don't think it is the it is the job of social media companies to do that you know because that's going to hinder freedom of speech people are allowed to lie now when we talk about advertisements you know ads everybody's lying when you buy shampoo when you see an advertisement like i bought i bought a uh, conditioner i won't i won't name the brand and i brought a shampoo you know this weekend about love shampoo and conditioner now i saw the ad and it says hey it smoothens the hair you know it's frizzy frizz free it's smooth it makes it shiny long lasting it this and that and that and this hey man after you apply it's nothing like that it's nothing like that so you know, every ad is basically lying you know it's just uh, uh, all those models that they bring in those advertisements are models who have never used those brands that they're promoting so ads are basically false information now it's not social media companies uh, jobs to remove those ads they're not going to go around saying oh you the shampoo they're not going to go around testing those shampoos saying that you know the shampoos of promoting lies they don't uh, they they don't work the same way as the ads uh, say they do no social media companies are basically distributors of content they don't write content they don't produce these advertisements so i i don't understand the pressure on social media companies to be able to judge what is right and what is wrong that is not their jobs you know to do it but of course they need to the only thing that they need to see is stop promoting hate racism or national security that these are the three areas that they need to look at but whether the information is correct whether the ads are are correct they promoting the right things is not their job and that's what everybody is you know kind of pressurizing social media companies to do which is so wrong because that will censor free speech you are allowed to lie on social media i'm allowed to I'm allowed to lie on social media you can lie because that's free speech it's not more social media companies to judge whether it's correct or wrong you know of course but if you and me are racist on social media that has to be taken down that is something if i'm promoting hate that is something that needs to be taken down by social media company so that's the difference you know because if we start judging whether the ads are correct you know if we start judging whether uh, whatever said on social of uh, social media companies keep judging what is correct and what is wrong what is fake and not the, uh, then there's no difference between a democratic country and a communist or a autocratic regime because that's what countries like china are doing they don't have social media out there facebook and twitter etc because it promotes free speech you could be lying you could be saying the truth and communist and autocratic regimes don't like that so they don't have such platforms you know or even if they have it they're kind of monitoring it continuously so uh so that's the difference you know whether it is uh hate racism national security yes agreed social media companies need to get involved they need to see what's happening out there in this in these areas but whether the ads that are being promoted on their platform is correct like a shampoo ad whether it is really does its job or not or whether it's saying the correct things whether it is right information it's not their fucking job you know it's not social media company they're not sitting like moderators there you know um uh, 
but i like the way the top brands you know uh, companies have come up boycotting uh, facebook and some social media companies because they want them to be more uh, they want to address issues like hate racism uh hate and racism mainly in national secu- uh, any kind of national security uh, issues like for india for for example india has boycotted china app 59 apps made by china chinese apps because not because of the freedom of speech india is a democratic country very free to have all the technology all the apps but mainly because of the clashes uh, between india and china that resulted in 20 indian troops dead uh, that is because uh, china was building structures along the himalayan border region which belongs to india illegally and uh, because of all that uh, tension at the border 20 indian troops died and because of national security reasons india banned 59 apps which were made with china so india has a big problem with china currently uh, because of the national security thing you know i don't know what's up with china why they're trying to grab land why they why, they, why are they get why are they trying to even uh having the the national law you know security law bill passed in hong kong and kind of uh, destroyed the treaty between uk china and hong kong i just don't understand what's up with china really it's not only in hong kong they have kind of fingered with india they fingered with hong kong they fingering with the united states and with so many other countries um especially like today it was breaking news that many countries have broken the um the extradition treaty uh to hong kong like the recent one was uh new zealand which happened today um so along with new zealand it's um it's also australia united kingdom canada and uh and new zealand now uh who have who have kind of uh, suspended the national uh extradition treaty which is nothing but a treaty you know where you can kind of uh, say for instance china uh, china sees someone they want someone extradited uh, you sent from say for instance the united kingdom uh, to be tried and pe- uh, to be tried in the judi- under the judicial system of china or judicial system of hong kong uh, new zealand these countries are not going to send the people because they don't trust the judicial system of hong kong anymore because it comes under uh china now you know so they don't trust even hong kong today even the businesses um the open business uh, model that the united states had with the hong kong is also broken completely because uh because it's the trust the trust factor of china's interference you know so uh, currently i believe the extradition treaties are suspended but all these countries like australia britain and canada uh they don't mind uh, reinstating these treaties as long as you know china gets rid of the national security law that is imposed on hong kong but i don't think china will ever get out of it they did it uh, so i don't know what's up with china but anyway so that's one thing so i like the stop hate for profit campaign where a number of top brands have kind of demanded that social media platforms uh have civil right expertise you know to evaluate content and hate discrimination or bias they also have kind of demanded that um they submit a third party audit which is great 
Then they also demanded that we remove public and private groups focused on conspiracy theories, you know, uh, groups that uh, that are in climate denial and they spread kind of these uh, conspiracy theories, white supremacy and um, some these anti groups. Um, then they also have asked social media platforms like the Stop Hate for Profit campaigns to flag any hateful content for human review. So, um, and also there should be a support expert team at each of these social media companies where a person fa facing harassment can contact a live employee and seek help. So if there's hate, this kind of, uh, you know, any kind of racist act or hate or discrimination, then, you know, a person can contact a support team person to get uh, who's facing that kind of harassment to um, to seek help. So I believe these are the recommendations made by these brands and uh, under this hashtag stop hate for profit campaign. And I think it's great because I believe yes, hate, discrimination, racism, social media companies need to get involved. They need to take out take down this information because it is spread real rapid fire but hey man it's not their job to see what is correct what is right and what is wrong what is fake and what is um what is incorrect you know misinformation is basically there's a difference between misinformation and disinformation you know when some when an organization has made a mistake while feeding in information that's misinformation but disinformation is deliberately done it is knowingly spreading false information that is there is a tactic it's a tactic of warfare and that's the difference misinformation is something that social it's not social media companies job to see whether the information is correct or not you know whether this is a mistake or not whether they're telling what whatever they're telling is correct or not no it's not social media companies to do that. But yes, it is social media companies to look for disinformation because disinformation is deliberately done. It is a tactical warfare. It is manipulation. That must be controlled. And that's the difference, you know, that we need to really look at uh, when it comes to uh, the social whatever thing, you know. Because uh, uh, real and fake, we'll see that for life. And it is every user's responsibility to control fake news. You know, you have to make a personal uh, decision. You know, said the 7 billion of us, if we all are there on this platform. We need to see whether, you know, the information is correct or not. It's not social media companies to check on misinformation. So that's what I'm trying to say, you know. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Before taking that injection, the vaccine on my bum, I'm going to sing this song for sure because I don't want it to pain. Really. I, I really, I don't like those pricks and those injections. Amazing grace, how sweet a sound that saved a wretch like me i once was lost but now i'm found was blind but now i 
see, 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 see. So that's the, that's the song. Amazing Grace is the song. Once the vaccine is ready and I'm taken in, the, I have to go to a clinic and I have to get pricked uh, where they inject the vaccine inside me. I'm going to sing the whole Amazing Grace song before taking it. It's like, hey, sister, please, please, like, you know, let me, uh, like, just give me a break. Let me just sing the song. And then you, you put it across, you know. I can't take it, man. It's really painful. It's really, it's really painful, man. I can't take it. I can't take it. I can't really take it, my friend. I can't take that prick. Anyway, so, um... Uh, there was this, this there was this whole thing about you know uh, one brand uh, that makes these uh, these what is these beans kidney beans and uh, you know those canned beans and all kinds of beans and all kinds of food products uh, they uh, this this I think the the owner of this company praised someone in politics and then there was a huge hue and cry boycott the brand because you know the owner of the brand uh, said good things about someone I, we don't like or someone that people don't like so there was this whole group that went into a boycott mode all I want to say is man hey the friend of my friend is not my friend and the enemy of my enemy is not my friend either you know so it's absolutely ridiculous that we follow this cancel culture, cancel a brand because it praise someone we don't like or you don't like. It's so weird. Like, you know, even the enemy of my enemy is not my friend. Even the friend of my friend is not my friend. I don't, I don't take it that way, you know. I could not like my friend's friend. And I could, I could still like my enemy's enemy. So this cancel culture, you know, cancel brand or cancel a person because, uh, because uh, uh, the, the brand praise someone you don't like is so foolish, it's so stupid, it's so childish, it's so naive, like, hey man, we need to get out of it. And that's why there's this polarization of two groups, like we've divided ourselves into two groups, you're in group A or group B can't be a common sense group and that's what we need to all go into you know immediately like the seven billion of us rather than having this groupism of a group and b group we all need to go and fit into the common sense group you know use your common sense and then you know make a decision that's all that i'm talking about uh but anyway so that's um uh, that's what happened actually last week and i was like hey man how is that even how is that even a thing that we follow this group kind of mentality you know like you either in group a or group b or you're just you know where you don't fit anything that's ridiculous but anyways that's all that i had for this episode <laughs> thanks guys for listening i really appreciate hey man I really appreciate it so much. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to tune in uh, next episode whenever I do it on my podcast, the Just a Nobody podcast. Thanks for listening to all the newcomers, you know, my new listeners. I really appreciate that, man, from those countries. Like, didn't expect that, really. Uh, so don't forget if you want to write to me, you can write to me at just nobody podcast gmail.com. You can uh, DM me at M E A R L C O L A C O. That's my uh, 
that's my twitter handle you can dm me there as well because i check that quite often um and yes before going let me just play this beautiful song by i think michael bubley sang this and i love this let's let's keep keep a positive attitude in 2020 yeah the whole world it smiles with you when you're laughing Babe, when you're laughing <laughs> Well, the sun comes shining through But when you're crying You know you bring on the rain Stop that sighing Be happy again Keep on smiling Cause when you're smiling the whole world smiles with you Thank you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to tune in next time whenever I do the episode, possibly Sunday or Monday. That's when I release my episodes as usual. Baby, bye 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 bye. Thanks.